0: The most action packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young.
1: The world's best subscription apps use Revenue Cat to power in app purchases, manage customer data, and grow revenue on iOS, Android, and the web. With Revenue Cat, I can easily see my most important metrics. What are those? That's install the trial. Trial the Paid and LTV. And now they have a new paywall feature that's going to make it easy for you to build high converting paywalls and, more importantly, A B tests without needing a new build. Learn more at RevenueCat.com. That, once again, is RevenueCat.com. Notix is an audience re-engagement service based on web and in-app push notifications that work for both desktop and mobile devices. With Notix, website, app owners, and marketers can share their content and interact with their audiences in a highly engaging channel while still having the opportunity to monetize both mobile and web subscribers. Learn more by visiting notix.co. That is... N-O-T-I-X dot C-O. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com. Happy New Year. You know, our company, At Masters, has grown quite a bit in 2023, and I'm so grateful to have you guys here. I'm trying to take a couple of moments, because it's the first live stream of 2024, to just give you a quick little update on what's been happening. I'm so grateful that you guys have been along this journey it's crazy to think that I started this tiny little podcast in 2020, 2013 on the side, and it's grown into something unimaginable for me. So I'm grateful that you guys are here. The team, our team has grown up to 13 people. And for this year, I really want to focus, we're going to still focus on the strategies, the most effective strategies in terms of ASO, monetization, UA, all that stuff. But for me, the Q1, I really want to focus more on the UA side of things, user acquisition, Side of things, you wait. and so when I thought about that, I was like, "There's this guy that I follow on LinkedIn. It's amazing content, putting out. A scan how you should be like attributing and measuring everything. How to get going. And he's a great follow on LinkedIn. So I asked him. I was like, "Hey, dude, would you mind coming on?" So today's guest is Lucas. He's the senior user acquisition manager at MonkeyTaps. Yes, the creators of the popular motivation app that I've covered on the YouTube video. As well. And he's going to spend over $20 million, probably much more than that, on ads. He's going to break down his framework just for you. So you're in store for a good one. So without further ado, let's bring in Lucas. Welcome to the show, my friend.
0: Hi, Steve. Thanks for having me here. It's a pleasure to be talking with you today. And, you know, I hope this helps some dudes out there and see if we can add somebody to the industry. Yeah,
1: it's definitely going to help, bro, because I, like I said before, I think you're a great follow on LinkedIn. So for you guys who are just tuning in, go check out Lucas's LinkedIn profile. It is linked up into your favorite podcast app in the YouTube description right here. Add a note, let him know you heard it on this podcast so that he's more willing to accept with you, right? But definitely a great follow. If you do nothing else, just definitely follow him and try to connect with them. But we're going to break down some of his amazing posts that I've had on or that he shared on LinkedIn as well. But I want to say hi, Lucas. Let's say hi to a few people. You know what I mean? Let's go. What's up, Joe? Samuel is here. Luis, he's in Brazil as well. So Luis is in there as well. And then we got Adrian, who's in Ireland. Pat, PJ, what's happening? Luke, sound is loud and clear, but sounds like you're using your headphones. Oh, thank you, Luke. You know what? Thank you for that. Let me change my settings. Bro, you're right. Okay. Luke, I owe you one, bro. There. So much. <laughs> All right. Lena's here. Raphael's here. Nicholas. And then George. Good to see you, bro. And then Parth is here as well. All right, Lucas. I, I really wanted to just start with this. Maybe we can start with this. All right, because a lot of my audience are—we do have some of the big guys listening in, but we also have a lot of entrepreneurial app developers. And so I'm always curious when you're when you're looking at a UA campaign and you've got sort of a new app that just needs to start going. How do you? Where do you start? What do you like to focus on? Is there a channel you like to focus on?
0: Well, this is a tough question. Tough, Yeah. Basically, basically, because it's going to change. To who you ask this, there are some guys that will tell you maybe you should go with UAC or Apple Search Ads because it's going to be easy to deploy at the first, at the the early stages. And other ones will tell you, hey, you just go with Meta or TikTok and you should you should put really great creatives at first glance. But the truth is that I really like working with Meta at the beginning. Okay. I found really interesting metrics or performance with static static images that can work really well. So you don't have to put a lot of money there to start with. And then you can mig- migrate that to TikTok or maybe YouTube Shorts that lately has been working really well. And for example, Apple Search Ads, if you are trying to target specific niches in the US, that's going to be a little bit you know expensive maybe, or maybe you find a niche that makes sense for you in terms of profitability. But the truth is that it's going to depend on the product. For example, if you have like, I don't know, cleaning service app that needs to target a specific city, you know, that's really tough to do with Meta because you're going to limit the algo and I don't think it's going to deliver great results mm. unless you have a, a budget to scale really fast. And Apple Search that allows you to do that, for example. Also, UAC is interesting by the fact that, you know, search volume is being limited by its scale network. It's going to be hard to measure. There have been like new releases, I think since September, but still too early. You can work with, with raw postbacks coming from the Network API directly to your servers. But to simplify the question, the answer, sorry, I will go with meta at the beginning. Nowadays, it's easy to work with a scale network. You don't need to run with an MMP. So yeah, that's my guess for now, but this is not the, the rule for everyone out there.
1: Yeah. I do you, Lucas. Do you like to blend? Let's say you have Apple Search Ads, Google UAC, Meta. Do you like to start off with multiple channels at once, or do you like to just focus in and key in on the the one that makes sense for you?
0: Well, at the beginning, I that you are launching a new app to the market. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not going to have enough volume, you know, in most of the cases out there. So it's it would be nice to to you know run one ad network at a time to see the incremental uplift you are going to get. So maybe I will go with Apple Search Ads, then post it with Meta, then with TikTok and so on until I found something that's working, you know? Don't think that because you try, you know, 20, you see your creatives, it's going to work at the first time. Uh, I saw some cases that, you know, you you needed to test like 200 ads before finding finding the one that, you know, it's going to help you out. So, so yeah, I, I would like to... Do one, and there another one to measure the incrementality with more, you know, with more exact or precise location of things. Yeah. And also, for example, for iOS, this is like a proxy. This is not like a deterministic solution, but you can use custom product pages to, to know, you know, to measure proceeds from different cohorts that you're going to use across your campaigns. You know, yeah. so this is free to use. I don't th- see a lot of UA or people out there talking about this, and it's free.
1: Yeah, I've been talking about it too, bro. I'm helping you. <laughs> yeah. Because a lot of, you know, some of the clients I have, we don't even, they don't even have an MMP, mobile measurement partner. And so I'm like, hmm, thinking about creative ways to still get the measurement. And I'm like, custom product page, you know, especially from the Apple search ad side of thing. If you have no MMP and you want to start off with Apple search ads, create a custom product page that mimics your entire default product page, your default screenshots, and then just put ASA in front of it and just use that for all your ASA ads. And you can see if your ASA ads are profitable. So yeah, there it is. Do you like to use custom product page on all your Facebook ads campaigns on your meta campaigns, regardless of having, still having an MMP so that you have multiple ways to measure the results?
0: I will look at it as an extra proxy, you know, it's not going to affect anything. And you can filter this out in your App Store console. So, I mean, it's not a must to to do it, but it will be nice to have it.
1: Yeah, and that's why that's what I feel too. It's like, it's not a must. It's kind of nice to have, you know, because what we've been seeing too, Lucas, and what we're going to get into some of the, the changes in measurement for 2024, but like, sometimes, you know, it takes a while for Meta to really pick up the installs. And so when we launched it, when I look into app store connect and I look at app referrer downloads, we're starting to see way more numbers than what Meta is reporting.
0: Well, interesting. (laughs) Do you see that or no? Not really. Sometimes in the past, but I mean, that's not, you know, repeating over time. So that's weird. Okay. At least from what I see in the past.
1: That's interesting. Now. Let's talk about this. How is measurement going to change, and what do we have to do right now?
0: Well, Q1 is going to be a really interesting quarter, I would say. For a long time, we were waiting for this. Mm. I mean, you, like, uh, agency owner and a lot of app developers out there have been waiting for the release of Facia Network 0.0, and also seeing if Google is going to deliver on time the, you know, the release of privacy Sandbox. Since most of the, I would. Maybe I don't know if you agree with this one, but most of the revenue or the successful apps are doing great on iOS nowadays. So I would like to talk first about the SCAD network and you know what I'm doing today or what you can do to try to improve your measurement stack. So I will go with two scenarios in this case. The first one is that you don't work with an MMP, and and the second one is that you are working with an MMP. For most of the apps that are just starting out. I, will key, I, don't, I won't recommend you to go with an MMP at the beginning because maybe if you're running Apple search ads or Facebook ads, you just can install their SDK and you're ready to go and you don't have to pay any extra fee for that. But once you start scaling or, you know, for example, in the case with TikTok, you know, they have a TikTok SDK. I think they're an alpha or beta, but it's not out for the public right now. Uh, maybe you can reach out to, to their, or your account managers and see if they give you the access, but for most of the cases, you will need an MMP nowadays. So going back to Meta, you can work with an, with the SDK. And one of the tips that I will give you is try to simplify the structure of your schema. You don't need to fill out the 63 bits value. You just keep it, you know, keep it simple. If you have a subscription based app, try to have the zero, the zero with the install, maybe 62 with the start trial on 63 with the subscribe, you know, unless, you know, they are boarding or the registration completed is really important for you. You can add it, but. Don't, you know, over the things because you're not going to be able to, you're mute, I think.
1: You know, I had so much going on because I was on your LinkedIn, I was hearing other things. Okay, what do you mean by 6263? What were you talking about with the schema?
0: Oh yeah, like the highest values on the schema. Just put two values above the install and you're ready to go. You don't need to maybe, I mean, for example, for the subscribe, you can add some value ranges if you want to, that'll be great because you're going to have direct value in the post-fact, but in case for, if you're optimizing towards start trial, you're not going to have any, you know, purchase or conversion value there. So try to keep it simple. Also, this is like new to me also, I highly encourage you to, this This has been out there for a long time, but I talked to some friends out there at Google, TikTok and Meta, and any app developer out there has ever tried this in the past. This is not scam or like a Fancy title to talk about, but it's true. This is the fact to work with raw post facts. Okay, you just basically need to create a database in your server or whatever you want. Put the endpoint on your app. You know, if there's any uh, data scientists here or app developers uh, in the chat, they they know what I'm talking about. And basically, every time an app in your app initializes, Apple is going to send you the post fact. So. He, you're going to be the ultimate source of truth, right? And you don't need to trust, oh, well, maybe Meta is over reporting. Maybe Google is not sending me all the conversions based on the limitations and so on. And also, your MMP should have this function since iOS 15. But again, you're not the owner of your data, right? The M&P is going to have the post facts mm. and you will need to extract that PI API if I'm not wrong. So, this is another one that you can look at the raw post facts. Also, I think that. Hey, Lucas,
1: of, sorry. Yeah, if I can pause there, is that something you just ask your developer to do? Or who do you get to do that?
0: Well, if you have like a data or maybe your developer is able to do this, it's not that hard for them, but maybe a data team or any member of the backend okay. squad, you can create this endpoint or database. And every time, you know, your app up detect an open, the first yeah. open, you will get that postcard to your server. And, you know, you have to, you know, decode the structure of the payload. And then if you know maybe this ad network ID is XYZ, it's going to be Meta. And then then you can map that out with the ad network and you can push it back to your you know BI or whatever you want. And crazy it's crazy
1: pretty- because you know we, we're working with this big company right now and we're using Apple Search Ads as a primary source, and it's just like, yeah, they're they're like, I'm like, where are you getting this data? It's all on the back end. So this must be what you were talking about, all the postback data that they're getting. No, yeah, yeah. it's
0: different, it's different because Apple search ads operates mm-hmm. with a different API. Mm-hmm but it's good in Apple search you can do this with basically every ad network that's saying, or that it's registered with Skia network.
1: And there's no, uh, you tool. Can... there's no tool that just like, I can, <laughs> okay. No. Because <laughs> I'm not a coder. I'm like, how do I help? How do I get help on this?
0: Yeah, Yeah. 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 there's no information about this out there. Also, the documentation from Apple is, it's really poor. Like it's limited on, on explaining how this works. And yeah, it's great. I think that the hard part with this is going to be when you need too much you know, the SKA network campaign ID with your ad network campaign ID. Okay. There you're going to have some, you're not going to enjoy it to be honest, but once you get this running, you know, it's free, it's cheap to run. You are the owner of you're. You you're the owner of your data. It's great. Like nobody can trick you here. unless yeah, you don't trust Apple, but that's, that will be a lot.
1: I love it. Sorry. I interrupt you. Go ahead.
0: Oh, that's okay.
1: Did you have other yeah, points anyway. that you wanted to add on?
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the other one, sorry, would be always look at your product analytics tool, you know, amplitude, final fire rate, whatever you're using nowadays. And also adding to your stack the App Store data, right? Because at the end of the day, Apple is the one that's going to pay you. So it's nice to have this data point interval on your stack. Okay, you can combine, again, add networks, MMP, and can network, after consoles, backend data, product analytics data. And so on. I don't think there's like, I mean, App Store would be the single source of truth since Apple is telling what's happened at the end of the day. But uh, that's the, that doesn't give you the full picture. I would say. So so yeah, I think that having being able to you know manage different or multiple data sources, stacking it up together, seeing the full picture of business is what UA or performance or growth guys should be doing nowadays i think you agree with this one instead of looking just to meta or you just need to expand your view or see well maybe i should this is impacting positively really great has a really great impact story on the boarding maybe we should iterate on the table because there's a pretty big drop off there and you know if you are able to give all this feedback for example to product managers or different members of the team i think that's going to take you to another level in your day-to-day basis or maybe on your skills as a performance guy. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. I don't know if we have more time or we just need to go to the... Uh,
1: no, keep, I mean, keep going, dude. I'll, I'll interrupt if I find it. <laughs> okay. I, I it have, some, question,
0: I have some, question, <laughs> some questions for you. Yeah. The first one would be, what would you recommend from all these data sources for an app developer that is just starting up? Like, to keep it simple. Maybe, yeah. NLP, I don't know, Mixfile or the Analytics tool or...
1: Yeah, dude. Honestly, like, and I'm, I could be wrong here. So that's why I, I like the having these conversations, but I personally just look at app store connect and I, I mean, that's the source. Right. And so when I told you about the the client that she's like, I don't think this is performing well, like really high cost per installs. So I was like, well, there, I don't think that the cost per install is as high as you think it is. Cause when I looked at the app store connect, the app refer downloads from Facebook and Instagram was just like one or two, maybe a week. Right. But when we turned on the ads, it became like ten to you know twelve downloads a day, and so I'm like, okay, look. But Facebook was reporting, you know, four. Or five, it was like almost half, and then so I was like, I personally like to just look at the because that's what everybody has App Store Connect, right? Like you can't have an app without App Store Connect. So I personally just look at App Store Connect and I try to figure out hacks with the custom product pages to figure out like, okay, because I even have this one Facebook hack where you can run Facebook ads without an MMP, and it's using custom product pages it's using dynamic links one link type of things and then it's only targeting ios users but like you know i'm trying to figure out hacks because not everybody like here we even have a comment from akeem especially in my audience right they 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 don't they don't even know what an mmp is so i sort of i have to explain it's a mobile mobile measurement partner they're just getting going because here lucas this is why i want to talk to you too my philosophy is i think the big guys are only talking to the big guys but the the vast majority of app publishers are like the small guys, right? And all the conversations are always the big guys talking all these acronyms, schemas, you know, proxies, post, 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 and then they all understand each other. But then there's this huge room and pool of people that don't actually understand. So my job in trying to have you and other people like you on is to take all this knowledge and then distill it and try to make it simplified for those that just might be starting from square one.
0: I love that. To be honest, I'm a supporter of that. Uh, sorry if I start to use some technical words of this. I will jump uh, in, bro.
1: I'm the yeah, audience. I will just, jump in. Yeah, I have no idea. Me
0: so, let, interrupt me and let me know if there's yeah. something that I, it's not clear. But but yeah, also one really interesting point with, you know, with the measurement and so on is that you don't need to panic with this, you know? I see a lot of, I don't know how to say this, but like people start to worry about, oh, uh, the new release is going to come, it's going to disrupt the industry. My measurement is going to, you know, my measurement stack is not going to work in the future, and so on. Just keep calm, you know. Wait, since this is going, this is released. It's going to take some time for the adoption, you know, because Apple devices need to update it, also be updated, also. So. It's not instantly, right? You just need to wait and see how this is going to adapt. Also, if you are worried about your technical aspects of it, you just can't work with an MMP, you know, that's tough. This is like, I think nowadays, the main job of the MMP to simplify your attribution because they don't attribute anymore, okay? It's like the APIs on server to server, at least with iOS nowadays. Google Android is going to do the same this year. But nowadays, mobile measurement platforms are not going to be measurement platforms. They are just going to get the data they receive from the from Google and Apple, and they are just going to print it out for you in a in a nice way, so you can yeah, see. A oh, so this is the breakdown for campaigns. But you can do the same on your site. It's not it's not going to be easy because I don't know if I, sh- I should talk about this, but but I think that this is there's like secret contract between big players out there in which they get preference treat mm-hmm. among app developers out there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm against that, basically, because if you want to build this, you're not going to find any information up there unless you spend like 20, 50 million a year, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, th- I mean, this is the business of them. You know, well, the business that they own.
1: With the the data stack, did you, is it just... Like an ideal data stack is just to try to marry the data from all these multiple sources. Like we just.
0: Yeah. Well, the ideal data stack will be to have the proceeds from the store, try to ho- cover them by new revenue or renewals. Then you can break down the way you want. And also try to, you know, import all the costs that you are running with different networks. And it will be really nice, for example, to see, well, maybe this day I'm not being profitable in New Zealand. I don't know. But mm-hmm. you just need to have the full picture of what's going on around the world. You know, in, yeah. case, in the case you have like a worldwide app, if you are running only in, on Spain, in Spain or, you know, you know, the US, you don't need to care that much about this complex stack. But it would be really nice to have like, well, maybe I'm not being profitable here. You can try to optimize the CPT or, sorry, the cost per inch file there and so on. But, but yeah.
1: Let me pull up. I thought I shared the entire screen, but I guess I didn't. Oh, yeah. Here we go. So I definitely look up Lucas on LinkedIn. And then this is one of my favorite ones that you put together, Lucas. You know, I sent it to my team. You kind of break down like, hey, here, if you're at this revenue point, here are all the things you should be focused in on. And then if you're at this revenue point, here's all the things you need to focus on and so forth. And it's a really good breakdown of all the different things that you have to pay attention to. You know, I think you did a phenomenal job. I'm just going to key in on meta ads a little bit in the campaign structure. Like, is there... How often are you testing creatives? Is it on like a weekly basis? Is it on a daily basis? And does it really correlate to the amount of spend you have as well?
0: Yeah, I mean, if you don't have the money, you can test. That's, That's the truth. <laughs> but but yeah, I, I like to test on a weekly basis. Okay. And I think it's really interesting to have two different uh, analysis phases, I would say. The first one would be like the testing analysis in seeing, well, Maybe you know which is the winning rate of the testing campaign, and then you can have another—I don't know what it's like another stack or documentation where you're going to ensure the success of the ads that you know pass the first threshold from the testing campaign. Because if you have like a testing campaign, you know, and you have like maybe three good ads, maybe they are not going to perform really well out there on the on the main campaign. So maybe you can have like two different benchmarks from for each phase of the process out there and also if you don't have a lot of money out there try to be bold with it don't don't put out pull out like 10 creatives that are almost the same Try with the ai try with statics try with carousel try with you know ugc try with whatever you think it's going to work pull it out test it out there maybe you're going to save a lot of costs and this is another thing that i will do if you don't have the money and you need to see the money back Okay, really soon, avoid that being sold. Objective. Like, you're not really? going to see a really great return on investment out there. And unless you try to have a little volume at the beginning or try to you know, teach the other account what your user base and you have it. I mean, you have like a small runway to go. I would go straight with start, start trials or purchases or whatever you would want with in your case. Go with it. Like, for example, if you're an e commerce and you want people to buy your product just go with purchase
1: yes
0: <laughs> you know just keep it simple yeah like Dude, I- you're going to see someone to say hey go with reach or traffic man i don't care about reach i just want to see the return that on that
1: this is why i love my job lucas you know i'm always curious to see so for those who, i'm just going to steal what you said so look what people will tell you is start with you tell me if i'm wrong with this okay lucas but you start in Facebook ad campaign, you start with installs because they're the fastest postbacks, right? So you can get the data coming in as fast as possible to test out creatives. And then you pick the most popular, most best creatives and you put them in your start trial. This is your revenue generating campaigns in those campaigns. Am I right? And that Lucas, you're saying just start with the start trial, pick some creatives and just go.
0: If you don't have the money. you don't <laughs> have the
1: money. Right. If you don't have the money. Just go What's the money, trial? Lucas? How much money do I need, bro? <laughs> huh.
0: That's your business. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that.
1: Do you have a start, like a, a a budget of a starting point? You're like, hey, if you're not spending at least this, like, just don't bother. Like, try other other things.
0: Well, I mean, we are talking about iOS or Android right now. Let's do iOS. Let's do iOS. Okay, you just need to guarantee the that the conversion value is not going to be null in the postdoc. Okay, may I try to simplify this? Basically, is that Whenever Apple is going to send you the postback, in the information that you're going to see there, the, the value of that parameter can't be null. That there's just need to be a number. So okay. to make sure that's happening, I would recommend to have like at least, I don't know, the official data from Meta says eighty eight installs. Maybe that's low, maybe that's high. A day? A day, yeah. yeah. I never I'm not I will never know this. But the truth is that you need to guarantee this in some way or another. So maybe it's going to depend on the region you're targeting. Maybe the CPI you expect to to receive, it's not going to be the same for every app out there. Yes. But ju- just guarantee that's going to happen. You have enough volume to justify the ad spend, and you're going to see the in-app events that uh, you know you're paying for at the end of the day. Like you, you're just paying meta for information or or volume, and in the testing scenario, right? So, yeah, maybe for a testing campaign would be like. I don't know, but 1k or 2k, maybe that's a lot of budget for people out there. A day or uh, for the total amount of spend for that's okay. testing
1: campaign. Yeah. That, um, I was saying that number. I was saying around three thousand. Like if you had three thousand, yeah. kind of split it up to thirty dollars a day, so forth, thirty or fifty dollars a day, and then try to. Yeah,
0: but for example, I will. I, in that case, I will. For example, something prefer to concentrate the budget in in a small period of days instead um, of extending the um, wrong way because you're not going to pass the threshold there. Right? Yeah, yeah. So you just need to look at these specific things. For example, I saw some ad accounts in the past that they have like 15 iOS campaigns with $10 a day. And I was like, what are you doing? You're, you're not having data coming from this campaign. They never knew this because they don't know the limitations of the measurement framework that it's working with iOS nowadays. You know, basically that's what I would recommend.
1: Lucas, I got a question for you, bro. So I am ready. We got an app that we launched and it's doing all right. It's about thousand dollars a month, just organically. But the, I'm ready to do Facebook. Like I want to get smarter with it and what better way to do it? Cause I don't like wasting other people's money, right? Like we have clients where we're running Facebook ads for, but like, I want to test it and get smarter and get better with my own app so that I'm not wasting their money, but anyways, where would I start? Do I just all, do I just need the Facebook SDK? Is that enough, or should I really look at an MMP?
0: No, go with this. Uh, let's, let's go with the you know, SDK. save some money. Save all the money <laughs> you can. I like saving money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just save, the, save your money. One thing that you can do to you know also reduce cost is if you have like a interesting organic volume going out there, and maybe you're doing social media. I don't no. know. I mean, no, I'm going to assume that you're maybe. doing Fair. some, yeah, you know, social media, maybe TikTok uh, posts mm-hmm. and so on. Mm-hmm. Validate before going through that. Mm-hmm. If you are seeing like, well, maybe this uh, post from Tigo is doing great. Go with it, push it with spark I don't know, but do it fast, mm. you know, because sure you know, this is going to work with your audience and yeah, this is like a, this, I don't like to use the word hack. It's just a tip that maybe it's common sense. I don't know, but you can, you can use it.
1: Yeah. I like it. I like it. No, it's a great, it's a great idea. I mean, to speak to your, and you know, Hakeem, welcome my friend. I hope you're going to be here for a while. I think he he's got a social media app that will answer his question. But Akima is like, what is creatives? Just ad creatives, you know, essentially the ads, what it looks like. So like, you know, you see the commercials. So sort of like the commercials that you'd see on Facebook and TikTok and Google. Hey, Lucas, you know, one of our clients, we, you know, even Canva. Like, I'm we're really leveraging Canva in terms of like creating these ads. And some of our best performing ads have been just templates that we've sort of used on Canva and then thrown it onto. Meadow.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're not spending that much money, but decent amount of money on, on these campaigns. Hey, w- one, one thing that I do want to ask you too, is I heard from a, a friend of mine who's going to, he's going to come on soon, but he said, you know, you can start with like the nine by 16, you know, the vertical videos, you don't need all the best. Is that is it your recommendation too? Or.
0: Yeah, sure. Everything yeah, sure. you can do to cut cost, You can do I love it. Like just, the only thing you need to do is just to try to center the most important information and you're ready to. You don't need to do like four different formats for each different app. You don't, you don't really need to care about that.
1: I love it, dude. And then, dude, if you don't want, if you don't say no if you don't want to answer this question, but I oh get this God. question all the time. Do you? <laughs> do you have a preferred MMP that you like? Well,
0: I will tell you the ones that I with the ones that I work most in the past, yep. those are, just an app slider. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's obvious, I think, because they, they lead the industry, but I don't want to rely on an MP. I try to avoid it at, at all costs. I mean, mm. they are an efficient tool. They they know what they are doing. I mean, I think they own the content industry for the upgrowth growth world, and they are the leaders out there in most of the cases. And they have really great talents working out out there. So it's, it's worth to watch and and read what they are pulling out. But in most of the cases in the future, again, their SDK will be useless because you can receive everything through servers. Today, maybe you will need them for Android, or if you want to expand the networks you run, they make sense. And they, it's completely great. Like I, I don't fall in love with any one of them. They don't pay me to talk or he thinks about them, to yeah. be honest. If, if that's happened, I will tell you. But yeah, I don't have any proof MMP.
1: This is the, I think this is 10, right? You have the 10 predictions from Lucas. I love this blog po- or this LinkedIn post. So this is what you've been talking about. First uh, party date will become meaningful.
0: Yeah. Yeah, with all the privacy things that are going on, and will be coming out in the future, if you understand, or manage, or know how to you know, organize your first party data, you will be, you know, the first, you know, will be the top, uh, up up get there.
1: I love it. All far. right. Let's get into some questions then. Let's see. What do I got? I'm going to start with Marcos because he's a friend of mine anyways. He said, Marcos says, do you only use video or also images on the ads? Everything. Everything. Yeah, yeah. that is yeah. true. Sometimes. I mean, Go ahead.
0: For example, for Google, you can run these video only campaigns. They are great because... There's this thing with Google, you know, first you need to understand the structure behind uh, Google. Google has two different ad networks sign up for the SCM network program, okay? One is going to be Google itself, and the other one is YouTube, Mm. okay? This is not that that well known out there, okay? This is like the documentation of SCM networks partners. And this means that because YouTube is a different ad network, you, and because most of the times people use the app in their devices, you're going to have almost, I don't want to say everything, because you're going to use uh, YouTube on the on the web, on the browser, for example. But most of the times you're going to see the post factor there with a deterministic attribution. And this is great because if you force all the traffic to video only campaigns, and you can see in the breakdown that if you break down by network, you see almost all the spend going to YouTube. This means that in the SQL network report section, you will see all the volume, almost Mm -hmm. everything out there. And this is great because people think that within Google, you are not going to see anything. But if you force this ad spend to Google, uh, to YouTube, sorry, and then you break down using the SQL network report, I trust you that, you know, you're going to see the data. And this is great. This is like the same concept that it's going to apply for Meta, for example. And you can use it specifically for the YouTube app.
1: At where it, are you getting the postback data? Are you because are you seeing it in just internally? Like you, so when you say postback data, do we need to go to Google and then let's say Google for iOS as an example? Is that what you're kind of referring to? Yeah, Google, there, for Google.
0: There's like a specific section that's a little bit hidden in your Google Ads account that it's yep. the Ad Network Reporting section. Okay, and I can tell you that it's you know pretty accurate uh, lately.
1: Okay, so, so you that's it. where you look. Okay. Yeah, right. I have
0: like, you know, some internal also sources, but you can validate it with your Google account and you're going to be you're going to be fine.
1: How do you do the YouTube like YouTube only? Cuz are you setting it up as an app promotion campaign and then, you know, uploading videos? So, yeah, I'll shut up.
0: It's it's a video only campaign. It's not YouTube only. It's called the video only. I find that. You can ask your account manager that you need to send the request they're going to tell you, hey, Lucas, please confirm I'm going to make this change. And you have to send the email. Yeah, I confirm. And then the, the guy is going to apply the changes.
1: I love it. Okay. And are you still, when you're running Google UAC campaigns with this video only, are you still using, like, what's the, you know, when YouTube is like, what's the measurement? Are you still using, or I'm sorry, Google is saying, what's the measurement? Are you using Firebase or are you using, what are you using there?
0: Yeah, because you don't have like the MMP okay. in that case. So you're you are going to use Firebase for optimization. But SKM Network for, for reporting and optimized space on that data.
1: Love it. We got people from Lebanon as well. Welcome. Liwa? Victor is here. Venezuela. I always get it wrong. Sorry, Luis. I always get it wrong. I've, I think I've called every South American country besides Venezuela. Vivek is here too. We've got some questions. Okay. So Tah- Tahit says, when you say... About conversion rate of trial to paid or trial install. Do you mean specifically for US or all countries combined? I'll, I'll, I think he's talking to me, Lucas. So I'll take the care of this. Everything. It doesn't matter. Saheed, you know, Lucas, I don't know about what you, your thoughts are, but this year for me in general, it's like thinking about how do we grow, make money, grow downloads in other countries besides all the English speaking countries? And, you know, I'm focused more on like Germany as an example, Brazil, like, there's been some, I mean, we have one client, anyway, anyways, outside, I don't want to reveal all the countries where I'm like, whoa, there's data here that they're, we're getting sales on. But like, I am focused more on outside of like the tier one that everybody talks about, right? Like, I think Germany is one that I'm like, oh, we've, we have a lot of people that I've talked to They're They're making pretty decent money from Germany.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. You know, maybe you can look at like different countries in maybe Japan, it's an interesting market. Yep. That's a good one. You can, you know, the Data, AI, the Data AI report or the state of mobile apps has been out this week, I think. They're interesting. You know, I highly recommend you to check it out. You can select the top countries by consumer spend, and maybe that fits in your vertical and maybe it's going to help you out.
1: I don't know. Love it, man. Okay, we got here... Hello, Steve. What subscriptions do you show on paywalls that work? I know you only show annual on one of your apps. Is it a good approach? Lucas, you take this one. Oh, I know what you guys do.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, this is not. I mean, it's hard to answer this question because I don't know what type of apps. GGS apps. Yeah, I don't know what type of app you you have, but you know, I made a post some weeks ago talking about well, okay. maybe I'm seeing like better return ads spent on weekly. And some guys told me, hey, no, Annual is better. The truth is that the thing that I will tell you now is just launch a test every single week, month, or by weekly. I don't know the, the frequency. You can choose that, but it's going to depend on the volume of your or you know daily active users you have and, and so on. But just you you just need to test it out. And also see, you know, if it's going to work for you in terms of payback period. Uh, maybe annual is going to be easier to justify the ad spend in the first stages of your app. Maybe weekly. I don't know. Maybe for the photo graphic design categories more common to see weekly. Maybe for education annual. Maybe for for example these apps with you know the that I saw a like, comment talking about like these GPT apps. You know. Mhm. Mhm. I saw an app that was charging like 50 bucks per week, and really? they were and they were doing like 400k a month it was like, they people are paying for this. It's twice the price of the ChatGPT subscription. You know, this was working for them. You do know how, but but it was working. So, you know, there is not a specific rule to follow here, but just to be able to test to test in remote, you can use these tools like it. I don't know if for you can't roll rollout the solution, but Super Bowl and these kind of tools will help you out.
1: Yeah, I think you know, here I'll show you this. The DAPD came out with a pretty good presentation here, where you know they have like always leaned towards the. Oops, sorry. Oops, I think I did slideshow instead. My bad. Let's go full screen if I can. This is what happens when you go live. Anyways, so I'm gonna the weekly subscriptions have higher LTV than monthly. So for me, it's either weekly or yearly. That's sort of if I were to simplify it without looking at the data. And, you know, I've seen some clients will tell me, nope, it's only they're only showing the yearly option. Right. And it works. I'm like, well, the data says three plans convert better than two plans. And it's like, oh, well, we tested it. Doesn't matter. So it is so app dependent. But it, I if you had to go from a starting point, I start with three yearly, monthly and weekly. And then monthly being a complete decoy to make weekly or yearly the ideal options. But look at the report and, you know, really figure it out. There, but here, this is the other three products, and so it it is app dependent, like Lucas said.
0: Also, one thing more thing, Steve. I saw a post that was really interesting that was talking about like I don't remember the the author of this post.
1: Sorry. <laughs> I know we uh, well.
0: Yeah, I, I forget. <laughs> but basically, it was basically showing two yearly options. Okay, but one with no trial, at the other one with free trial. Like mm-hmm. with no trial, it was like it was like thirty bucks, I would say. Mm-hmm. Then we try it was like fifty bucks, and the results were like most people were purchasing the option without free trial, mm-hmm. which is great for the cash flow, I think, and maybe because they can you know maybe they, you, they can do the refund, but most of them won't do it, and also because you can see revenue mm-hmm. for example being b ba- being sent back with the postback because the optimization event is going to be subscribers instead of start trial, and that is great. To be honest you can just this type of experiment out you just need two packages being approved in the Store console one with trial and build, the other one without
1: and it's easy to go easy to go i want to do that you know what because the, i've always seen the you know you see the toggle with the free trial enabled yeah. and i'm like and want to see them sometimes the price doesn't change and i'm like what is the point of this like i don't understand it you know what i mean and so I think I definitely want to, with our new app, you know, we're doing a discount too, Lucas, but I wonder if I can like almost get people to 60, this is our pricing, 60 a year with a seven day trial and maybe like 40 a year without the trial. And then maybe a weekly offer for like two bucks or three bucks or whatever, right? Just to get them into the door. And then if they say no to that, then hit them with the 50% discount for, with the no trial on the yearly. But anyways, I really like that idea too. I've been wanting to test that. Did they say well, anything it, about the results, or?
0: I don't remember. But if yeah. in case this works for you, just let me know, and I'll,
1: I'll only like let the, you know
0: the information of my bank account. <laughs> All
1: right, Nurex it's here. What's up, Nurex? Angelina says, "In your opinion, would ChatGPT apps will they would ChatGPT apps kill mobile apps as we know it today?" ChatGPT. Oh, I don't know what you mean, Angelina.
0: All right. Which kind of apps?
1: Yeah. I, I, I'm not, I'm going to be killed. I don't I don't think anything's gonna be killed with ChatGPT apps, but okay. Nurek says, what about A B tests on campaigns? And I'm assuming because he commented earlier when we we're talking about like meta ads, do you do any type of A B tests on campaigns? Is it just testing out a bunch of different creatives?
0: Yeah. Oh just testing out with a testing campaign and then you can duplicate them to the primary. It's like I don't I don't understand the fact with A B testing there. Like this is like I don't know if you understand this, but having two campaigns at the same time with different ads or the same ads and testing different audiences or like,
1: yeah, yeah. what's yeah. the meaning of this? Yeah. I, that would be a great question. Do If you, let me ask you this. If you have a campaign that is only, you know, install focus, and then you want to move after this call, Lucas, I'm like, I got to switch the campaign. Like, I'm like, okay, where are we running? All? Let's start with the, just a the start trial. But like, do you create a brand new campaign that this first trial, or do you just create another ad set? Like, how would you approach this? If I have a campaign that's going just install only right now,
0: I would duplicate it and go with search trial. Just keep it simple.
1: The, the campaign level, duplicate the campaign. Yeah, just do start the, trial. Duplicate
0: the campaign, unless you. I mean, try to polish the ones you know they didn't perform well, and you can start running the search trial campaign as soon as possible. Also, I've saw in the past. You know, maybe you thought that Reels was going to work for you, and you're not going to see, and you're not seeing any budget going there. And maybe Facebook is taking all the budget. Maybe you know you can consider this test to you know go specifically with Facebook in a different in a different ad set. But you know, most of the time, this I never seen this work really well or at or at scale. And you just need to consider like excluding the. Under eighteen or under twenty-four age group, because most of the budget is going to go there most of the time, and the conversion. Wait, what what like didn't work to most of the time?
1: Like moving uh,
0: under, yeah, no, limiting a going with under eighteen. Just try oh, to okay. exclude that age group. You know, basically because the conversion rates are you know yeah really sad, really and you can improve it by excluding them. And I mean, you need to test. Maybe your audience is pure kids. I don't know. But but it's going to depend
1: on the on the app you own. Okay. How are you on time, Lucas? you have yeah. the you have a hard out at at one? You you're okay? Can we go a little bit longer? Or you you gotta get it okay. Yeah, that, let's cool. go. Cool, cool. All right. So we got this, somebody asked, Victor said it's data. AI. So it used to be app, app Annie, but Lucas mentioned this the twenty four two thousand twenty four state of mobile. So the, it's a report that they put out. I think you have to put your email address and then you get this copy. All right. So that's how. That's where it is. That's what he was talking about. Okay. And Lucas, this is a funny comment. The fact that Lucas can convince thousands of people to pay constantly to get motivational quotes is proof enough for me to accept everything he says blindly. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. And the answer cat. The new GPT marketplace. Do you think GPTs will g- gain momentum on mobile apps? It's hard guess.
0: I think that there was a really interesting opportunity in November 2022. When it was launched, now I think it's going to be more even harder to uh, search profitability with this kind of AI assistance or chatbot assistance and so on. I think like the Gpt or the official GPT app is going to keep growing over time. This doesn't mean that you know there's a space for opportunity, but it's going to be hard for to differentiate your your product I mean this is like a big statement to do that it's going to kill the other apps. But I think more, for example, in the, in the report from that AI, you're going to see a slide that says like, apps that adopted AI have like, I think it was like 15% more installs than the ones that did not include AI in the product. So I would say there's a correlation between AI and success, but you know, it's going to depend on the work you do.
1: Agreed. Are you, have you guys started doing AI from like ad creation or how have you guys started using AI on your end?
0: Yeah, just for, I mean, it's hard to automate with AI like video content production nowadays. Mm. Yeah, you, you know, the prompts and the output you receive are really bad. So you can't rely on, I would say, not until today, it's going to be hard to rely on videos generated by AI. But you can use AI voices that are really like sound really real. I use, for example, 11 Labs. Which is pretty known out there. They have really great voices and you know a lot of stuff. And it's cheap, I think. It's like five bucks a month, so it's affordable. And you know, you can have like a database of scripts, you can have like also automate the the report or, or the extraction of sounds that are trending on, on TikTok in the last seven or thirty days. And you can put out everything together and build like different folders, for example ideas, formats, uh, scripts, visuals, sounds, and so on. And then you can upload this to a platform and Mm. edit them.
1: Interesting. But this is generates ads. I mean, it generates voice. So you're using them for more of the voice content? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. I like it. Okay. They have an API,
0: I think. So it's interesting.
1: All right. Let's get into, we'll skip the dad audits or the dad jokes, but let's get into the audit side of the show. And if you guys want us to take a look at a your app on a future live stream, just go to appmasters.com slash audit, appmasters.com slash audit. All right, we've got Zach's app right here. He's got a True Pulse. And Zach wants us to focus on first-time user experience and monetization strategy. He spent over six figures on ASA, so congratulations, Zach. And then he's just a junior in college, grew up developing iOS apps throughout high school when one of my went apps went viral my freshman year, I guess, in high school. So congrats, Zach. Little that's awesome, man. And if you need an ASA audit, Zach, I think that's something that we should probably do personally one on one versus live on YouTube. So I'm just gonna let's just get into the app. I mean, we, we're short on time, so let's just let's just go. Yeah, Lucas?
0: I will need to go like in ten minutes.
1: Okay. You can jump off. I'll take over here too well why don't I do this we'll we'll say goodbye to you I'll take over some of the app audit side of things anything I missed Lucas that you want to make sure we covered no
0: I mean there's the you know that haters stat comment that says what I meant was official GPT oh she he, she or he was talking about the, the apps itself
1: just release that oh allow developers to create GPTs for the official like things like you know like video I don't know with an app yeah like app. Like the marketplace. GPT that I
0: created for our scale network. By the way, for, for the people that are listening now, just take, it, take a look. Maybe you can help train the model. Also, it will, it will be nice if you have like a GPT to share, just comment it out there and we can use it. But I don't think these kind of apps inside the GPT are going to get mobile apps, or I don't know if I get that answer. Mm. That question, sorry. Sorry, then Steve, one up?
1: Oh, sorry. That's, I already pressed something else. You don't have to worry about that. Oh, okay. Either. Okay. Yeah. I'll take care of that. Cool. Well, we will say goodbye to Lucas. I'll stay on for a little bit longer. Thank you, Lucas. The company is called Monkey Taps. We all know and love them. Anybody in the app space should know about Monkey Tabs. I look at their apps all the freaking time. <laughs> and then Lucas is a great follow on LinkedIn. So go make sure you follow his stuff and really pay attention to some of the more featured posts that he put up here, especially this roadmap. I wanted to, we could probably spend the whole entire live stream. On this roadmap, but I wanted to just really squeeze out as much as I can from Lucas's brain. So, Lucas, thank you so much for joining us, man.
0: Thank you. Anywhere else you just, want to send the audience? Yeah. If they wanted just, uh, to connect with you. A short shout out to Greg and Leo, which are my teammates. You know, make this possible. Specifically, Leo, which is the founder of the apps, and also Greg, which is my colleague. Yeah. Just thanks for joining. I hope you know I shared some valuable insight for to the audience and. You know, you can apply them in your business. If you have any doubts, you know, I don't sell any services, but you can, you know, send me a message through LinkedIn that I will reply to you there. Yeah, I will leave you with Steve. I really enjoy it. And, thanks, Lucas. You
1: know, Thanks Same for exact. having you gotta me You got to come back, again. man.
0: Yeah, I hope right. so.
1: <laughs> Anytime, my friend. Well, right, have a
0: good one. Have a nice Excellent. day. And enjoy life.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. Okay, we'll continue here on. So Zach, congratulations. And I know there's some questions, so I'll go a little bit longer. I don't have a hard out today. All right, 2024. I haven't seen you guys in two weeks. Let's go, right? All right, so put some questions in there. Yeah, Benjamin, I love this. Just built a GPT today to analyze reviews. I think it's gonna be key. The, the main, the themes for me, I can only, I don't wanna say for the entire 2024, but I do think that AI, UA, user acquisition, meta ads in particular are going to be a primary topic and focus for me because i've just seen the data from working with hundreds of apps and seeing so many that like these are these are a necessary evil and that's why i asked lucas like hey if i wanted to run meta ads do you think i need anything else and it's like yeah if you want to run google ads all you need is firebase if you want meta meta ads all you need is the the meta sdk right and then you that's enough for you to get going and with Apple with Apple search ads. All you really need is custom product pages. Go right. Especially if you don't have a huge budget. When I say huge budget, I would say, I don't know, anything above under $10,000 a month on ad spend, right? Under five, five figures. I think that's five figures, five figures (laughs) a month on ad spend. So, all right. And then Eric says using scan four sounds great. Did you guys talk about how to get started? Do you use an MMP? Is that the easiest way to go and which is the best for a tiny? Yeah. Eric, rewind, rewatch it, re-listen to it. I think this was one of my favorite episodes and I'm missed gonna re-listen to it because I I missed something because I was doing some things over here. All right, let's get into Zach's app right here. Zach, I love this heart rate monitor. I've seen apps like this where you put your finger on the camera, it measures your heart rate. So really cool. I think the the thing that I would say from just a screenshot perspective and Lucas has this, I'll see, pull it up here. So here, if you guys see this real quick, enter full screen. So from an ASO standpoint, look, I don't always focus on screenshots because what I found is, and we, you know, they take a lot of freaking time, right? And sometimes it just don't work when you run A B tests, especially if you're a big brand. And so like what you want to do is play around with this part. So like title, subtitle keywords, always be playing around with this, figure out the screenshot side of things. And what I noticed is, Typically, you want to make your main keyword, if it's heart rate monitor, big and bold up here, you have some social proof, which is great. And then, you know, I love the blood pressure and oxygen level check because it's like, it's almost like regurgitate your main keyword on your first screenshot, put some social proof and then add something that like surprise them, you know, tell them, hey, you're in the right spot. That's the way I like to think about this from a marketing perspective in terms of screenshots, in terms of marketing copy as well. Tell them you're in the right spot. So we're here to help you grow your app downloads and revenues. You're in the right spot. Here's a social proof. We've done this since 2013. We've worked with thousands of apps. And then here's what's going to make it different. Because I'm going to simplify the very complex things that you hear in the app space so that you can get started when you're starting from zero. If you're already starting from one, well, we got content for you as well, right? So that's how I like to frame heart rate, social proof, what's different and wild them. All right, let's get into the app. Nobody's commenting on my fit. Come on, come on. No, just kidding. All right, here we go. Zach, got true pulse right here. Measure your heart rate, love it. Log your oxygen, watch your health improve. Great, love the social proof there. So Zach, here's what we found too. And maybe this is working for you. So I could be wrong here, right? But one, uh, you don't have to change anything. Definitely the best practices and something you can do in phase two is look at your... Onboarding and try to engage them. So, like, how old are you? You know, what are you here for? Like, to measure, like, why are you here? Because if they're like, you know, my doctor said I better do this or I'm going to die, you know, that you can charge them a bit more or like they're serious. Right. So, I would try to engage with them. And then we have a video that we just released about onboarding fails. And then we got a new one on the Academy, all all the best practices, but it it outlines all the best practices. But you definitely want to engage. Be careful with these longer paywalls. I know I've been talking a lot about them working well and they do. I still believe in them, but I also, you want to be careful that it doesn't. Cause right now, like I, I didn't know that I could scroll and maybe that's okay. Right? Like maybe this is okay for, because people are like, oh, whatever, just hitting continue. But if you want people to buy something else, you want to definitely show the paywall because some people, and this is what definitely I have data on this will not scroll. Even if it looks pretty obvious, they don't scroll because they don't think to scroll. We did this for an app of ours where we made the lifetime value for free, but you had to scroll to get it. And we had a couple of people who just didn't know to scroll to find it. So they left me a one-star review to do that, right? And so think about that. I would always try to do a yearly if I can. I know you're doing weekly and yearly. Like I said, I personally believe three plans are still the best. So I would throw in, if you want to push weekly as much as possible, I would throw in a monthly and make it like, I don't know, $40 or you know, $30. I don't know what the monthly, but I I would try to put in something else just to put the three mix in there. But that's right now. I think everything is fine really beyond just not knowing the price. So I don't know if you get any feedback from people who know that there's no price. The, or continue with the limited version. One thing you can do right off the bat that I do think will make an immediate impact on your revenues is move this text. I know it's kind of scammy, but it will work. So it's up to you whether you want to do it, but move this or continue with the limited version. You can even move it like right here, or I've seen other apps do is put it like right at the bottom, right above the privacy policy and services, terms of service, because then now it acts like a hard paywall even though it's not. And I've kind of showed that as well. But I'll continue with the... So because I know the space a little bit, I know some people will ask you to do the heart rate right off the bat. Oh, I thought it was going to be a camera. And you might want to play around with that, right? Like getting users to engage by doing this right off the bat. I don't even know. Place finger on camera, has lens. Okay, here we go. How nervous am I to talk to you guys? Oh, okay, look at that. Oh, I'm getting nervous. Damn, that's high. What is going on? I'm dying here. I like it. I didn't know. I thought my heart rate was going that fast. Okay. So you do sort of have like a hard paywall. And for those out there who might think that's scammy, I like it actually. You know what I mean? And I'll I'll give you a restart review. Because look, most people end up using your app. You built it. You spent so much time and money on it. You want to obviously. It works. You want to get them to pay. But I like everything else, man. It looks really good. All right. I don't know if I got any of the question feedback for you. Oh, thanks, Yuri. Yuri says, hello there. We'll watch later. Bad connection right now. Have a great show. <laughs> and then Joe says, just nit- nitpicking here for those just listening, but you should try getting a better background video that shows a modern iPhone. The iPhone 6 in that video makes the app look a little dated. So that was during the onboarding. I agree. Sometimes just showing off the app versus the fancy video that you have, Zach, is works better. I don't know where you saw it, Joe, but... Oh, here it is. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Sometimes... Yeah. Just this, I think, this clip right here, Zach, where you can see the person's finger on this and the heart rate going, that I think is the key right there. So I would just lead with that. Just That's your hook, man, in my opinion. Ali, I have no idea how your stream came to mind at exactly the right time. Well, good. I'm glad you're. Does anyone have any suggestions for a website demo that sample custom product pages? Does anybody have any suggestions for a website that demo sample? Oh, Victor, this is easy. I mean, it's very easy to create. It takes no time. And the custom product pages I'm telling you to create, if you're just using it for measurement purposes, is literally go into App Store Connect, custom product pages. I mean. I can do it right now, but I I can create a video for you if you need that. All right. Bishaw says, hi, Steve. Been following you since quick app ninja days. That's insane, bro. That's insane. You a real one. So I have launched my app a month ago and I've got 700 downloads organically. What's the best move to do in terms of marketing? Bishaw, like, depends on your budget. You know, we're in the similar boat. We We get about, I think, six. I forget what the exact numbers. All I know is how much money we're making. And so... For me, like, I think I've always felt this way, but I think you have to try to get to $1,000 a month first and foremost, everything else becomes easier. And why I feel that number is key is because, you know, it feels attainable one. It feels like a win. So it's like $500, you're like, eh, but thousands like, ah, I feel good. Right. And then you reinvest. So what I've been doing is if you need simple platforms, I'm, I'm using Apple search ads, Because And I'm focusing on keywords that I don't rank that highly on, but are very, very relevant. And then for me, when I first, I spent about a thousand. So first month, I'm going to break this down in a solo episode. So stay tuned for that, where I'm going to really showcase. One of my goals for this year is to showcase and give you guys behind the scenes of what I'm personally doing on my apps, how much we're making, what are our marketing plans so that you can follow along on that. But I will explain more, but I would say maybe even just start with Apple search ads. And then get going from there because Facebook is going to take time and then you're going to have to install the SDK, create video ads or static ads and so forth. But Apple search ads is an easy way to get going as well. Just be careful, if, especially if you don't have a lot of money. You you know, we spent a thousand, we still made the revenues were flat, but I cost went up by a thousand. I'm like, dang it, <laughs> Apple search ads. That's not the way it works. So we have to play with the math formula for Apple search ads. And I need to aim for a lower cost per acquisition on Apple search ads versus what I was getting, about like a $2 cost per acquisition. All right, Akeem says, how should developers who don't necessarily want to charge for the app, but want to grow their user base as big as possible, approach things? So Akeem, I know you're doing a social media app. In my opinion, you should charge. Look, money's the bloodline. And if you're an indie developer, here's how I differentiate the two. This is my opinion, by the way. So meaning, you know, ask for other people's I mean, opinion. If you're a social media app, and you're trying to bootstrap it. You better make money, right? Because unless you're like, hey, this is just for fun and I'm trying to get to a certain level and then raise money, once I get to that certain level, great. But every big social media app out there has raised money. And you trying to bootstrap your way to hit their levels is gonna be extremely hard, right? So that's the way I think about it. And that's why I feel like you gotta charge. It's the bloodline. like not, That's why I talk about making money So much because, you know, we love what we do, but at the same time, if we can't earn a living from it, guess what? This isn't our dream then, you know, this is just a hobby. So if this is going to, if this is your dream and this is something that you want as a job per se, the money is key. So charge. Otherwise, the only way to find success as a social media app, guess what you need? tons of users in your own ad platform. So you can monetize your users through ads. Think Instagram, think TikTok now, think YouTube, think Meta. How are they making money through monetizing their users? Right now, even Apple search, Apple search ads with Apple. You know, Apple, we're paying Apple <laughs> as developers, and now we've beta to, to get downloads through Apple search ads. So that's the way to go. And you need a lot of users to make that work. All right. Cynical Koala says is it possible to run UA campaigns that have possi- that have positive ROAS if you have apps with annual subscriptions that are quite cheap say $20 a year or is that or is that unfeasible Cynical Koala Lucas I said he works for Monkey Taps they make the popular app motivational the motivational app right they charge 20 bucks a month almost all their apps charge 20 bucks a month so the quick answer is yes the the hard answer is, is it how much scale can you get? Now, Lucas has spent over $20 million, right? That's why I wanted to have him on. So the short answer is yes. That's why I asked him to come on. So hit replay. All right, let's get into the last app and then we'll say bye. So I can see people dwindling, going away. <laughs> All right, Victor, ASO, mainly keyword ranking. Good, I will just stay with that then. All right, Victor, we got your app right here. AI floor plan design. Now look, here's how I feel about AI. Be careful with using AI, we're all geeks. We all love AI. And so when we say AI, we are like, cool. But if your audience is like AI, they might think AI is a bad thing, right? So careful about using AI, unless there's search volume, careful about using AI in your title. That's just my hypothesis. We're trying to run it with the test for a client where we had AI in there, we're going to remove it. We're going after other keywords, but we felt like, I think this is actually hurting our app by using AI. All right. So let's go into my favorite tools. Where's the app follow? Okay. So I'm assume that you've done floor plan design and that's your main keyword, right? Let's look at this. And ASO is extremely hard these days, guys. Like, it's hard. So anyways, I'm going to click on this. This is what I like to do. Pick your primary keyword, click on the eye icon on App Follow, and then just look for keywords. So home design, root planner. What did you have? Floor plan. Floor. So floor plan design doesn't really have that much traffic. I think if you want to go after floor plan, the key is the creator is the big one. Cause usually floor plan design would come up if it was, or it's room design. What did you call it? Plan or yeah, plan design. Yeah. So it's room design or room planner or how home design, but it's not floor plan design. It's floor plan creator and then even just floor plan and floor pl- plan creator free. So this, this, I like the floor plan keyword because there's three different variations of floor plan that have pretty good traffic but like close to 30 you want to be close to 30 at least 30 as possible and so th- this i like the niche i like where you're headed it's just the wrong keywords in the title so definitely put the keywords in here and then instead of just putting floor plan to put like floor plans group creator designer right that's what they're looking for that's what you should put in personally i find these screenshots ugly but again, I'm, I was able to hit $1,000 my first month with my really ugly screenshots. That's important you like, and not unimportant, like just not the first thing I would do, but the feedback I would give you. And we have changed our screenshots to make it look pretty, but I do think that you you should have the main keyword that you're trying to, to target there too. Cool. All right. Anybody else have anything that they want to talk about? Samuel says, what are your thoughts on Super base? I have no idea what SupaBase is. Let me look up SupaBase. 11 Labs, SupaBase. Oh, Firebase alternative. I wouldn't do it unless this is like a, unless it's like a mixed panel type of thing. I don't know what they're going to give me. Like for me, Samuel, like Firebase is key because you need it to run Google ads, right? And so that's why if it's going to be a Firebase alternative, like, what are they helping us with? I don't know. I'm not a geek like you. I'm not, I don't know how to code, but like, unless from a coding technical perspective, they're adding something more. I, I want Firebase. They're pretty cheap. They're pretty affordable. And there's a bunch of free plans. And so, and it helps with Google stuff. So that's it. All right. Louis says, were those first organic $1,000? Oh, was the first thousand organic or did you start an ad budget? No, Louis. So it was all organic. Right, and so the the most I spent, and I share this with clients like yourself and the academy that we have. I share different campaigns, but I spent maybe about a hundred bucks, less than a hundred bucks, to get that one thousand. Obviously, I spent money to make the app, but that's how we did it. And the reason, that's why I'm going to try to reveal more of this content because, frankly, it's going to keep me motivated, keep pushing on the app side of things, and that's where I want to really grow the app masters side of the business is making our own apps. But anyways, what I've been saying all along, if you've been following since last year, Luis, let ASO drive your app ideas. Okay, I know you guys are a little bit different, but like let ASO drive your app ideas. If you're coming up with new app ideas, do the keyword research, pick the niche that is the most valuable for you. Look at the difficulty scores, look at which apps are showing up for it. So let's use for plan creator. Let's say, all right, we found this keyword. Like, okay, cool. It has lots of traffic, right? It's pretty decent traffic. So here's how I'm doing it. I don't have the difficulty scores. I'm going to use App Radar. That's my favorite tool right now to find the difficulty score. Okay, and I'll break down all the ASO tools in the later plan. So like when I'm looking at this, I'm trying to see who's showing up in the top and then who has floor plan creator. So now to, who is it, Victor? Victor's standpoint, like, look, Victor, if you knew as much as I knew, like, I know, sorry, <laughs> that came out wrong, but <laughs> I know, like, there's not many people using Floor Plan Creator in their titles. I know how much traffic it has. I know the number six app only has 13 reviews. That gives me enough signals without even knowing the competition score of that app. I know with what I know with ASO Tricks that I could probably get it pretty high up there. And then, you know, and I just do all the research on all the other keywords that I might want to target as well. And so that's what I did with the app that we just launched, Luis, it was something similar to this. We just kept doing keyword research, keyword research, and then finding the app where I'm like, oh, nobody really has it in their title. Let me throw in their title, my title, and then let me work on that keyword as we go. So the funny thing, Luis, just, so, just since you asked, I'm actually not even ranking that high for that primary keyword. It's just, I know there's other these, these all these other keywords I can target. And so I started targeting those too that were like less traffic, definitely less competition, but then get them into the top two or three, drive those downloads. And so within the second month, I was like, cool, I made a $1,000. Let me try to see, use that $1,000 and spend it on ads. It's the way I like to think. Have you ever written blogs to drive downloads? Samuel, I mean, yes, but it ain't 2024, 2014 anywhere. So I think it works right? You want to find niche ones. I mean, TechCrunch is always the big one. So they, I do think that they still work. It's just really hard to get press. And so, you know, like Charlie Chapman who came on from revenue cat, he has a dark noise app, really great app. If you guys want to check it out, but you know, he gets downloads because he's always featured from like, what are those popular nine to five Mac, you know, those type of sites. So it does work. It's just really hard to get press. So I, I like, I'm lazy. I like to do things that I can do this and this and then grow downloads versus haunting down a PR. If you caught my live stream at the end of last year, I showed you exactly the PR strategy, but the hit rate for a PR is really hard. So it's really, really hard. Victor, oh, Victor, you're here. What is Cam Flam's armbar? You didn't put that, bro. And I was running out of time. So I decided not to do it. But since you're here, let's go through it real quick. And then we'll say goodbye. Victor, you got a big opportunity here. I had no idea. You should have said hi earlier, man. Floor plan creator. Go for it, dude. I don't even know if you do the creator, but again, let ASO drive the features. Let ASO drive the app idea. Okay. Oh, Ooh, that looks not good. Okay. Welcome to Campus, where's renovation home? So I'm thinking, I think it's fine. Just take it with a grain of salt. Like, don't put too much focus on it. But all I was thinking was floor plan, right? And so maybe it's worth saying floor plan again, right here, Victor versus like home improvement. I know that's what it does, but just maybe. And then let this be the second screenshot. I'm most interested in floor plan creation. Really interior design. I wanna use this app as a hobby. I love this, Victor. I love this, because then I obviously, if I put professional work, hopefully they're more likely to pay. Nice. Instead of featureless, I think you can do better, right? Like, you know, create floor plans, two times faster, and then you, you go into this. So don't say featureless. That's boring, bro. Oh, no paywall, my friend. Where is it? I always look for the paywall. Where's the paywall, Victor? Are you, are you charging? Yeah, okay. Maybe you want me to scan your first thing, but I don't. I don't know where your paywall is. Like, it feels very empty. Okay. I think you should show this, man. The data says if you show this right off the jump, it will increase your revenues, right? Like it's so blank over there, anyways. That and I, I know you waited, and maybe you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna piss off people." Maybe that's the case. And you, if you have that data, then don't listen to me. But I do think that showing this from a high level and across all these apps, showing it on the on the onboarding is gonna it does work. Yeah, I do like this month. I think here, this is one. This is definitely an app that I would test the weekly, monthly, and yearly options. Because I have to think with an app like this, you might need it for a couple of days and then you're out. And this is probably why you're charging monthly. And seven days might be enough window of time to just get out, right? And be done with it. And so what you might want to do is just have that weekly option, you know, maybe charge $7.99 for that weekly option. And then you know, 20 bucks for a monthly option, you know, a hundred bucks for a yearly option. And maybe the weekly one only has a three-day trial. So test, for, play around with the pricing. I know Lucas talked about it earlier, but Rosie, a guest from 2023, she said, look, testing your pricing has 4X. I forgot what the stat was, but 4X the returns, then trying to really optimize your user acquisition. And I know I've been talking a lot about user acquisition. That's just because like I know I know I know how to make money once I get the downloads. But anyways, the that's what that's what I would be testing. Like constantly test new pricing. And I saw this with John who was the indie developer that we covered last late last year as well. He he kind of broke down some strategies within our community, but that's what I would do. All right. Cool. Very insightful. Thank you. You're welcome, my friend. Keep me posted, man. Let me know if you tested something did not work, did work, send me an email. Let me know. All right, guys. Well, thank you for the 30 plus people who are still here for this long, an hour and a half. You know, we always go long. We always go long. I literally don't plan anything after this because we always go long. But guys, I'm super grateful for everybody, for this audience. I know it's only gonna grow. Here's what's in store for 2024. Beginning of Q4, I'm gonna be talking a lot about UA, but a lot about AI. That is just gonna be the theme because I wanna get better at it. And then I'm going to start revealing more of what's been happening with our apps to kind of walk you through step-by-step how we've been trying to grow our apps. And I say how we've been trying to grow our apps too, what's working, what's not working, reveal all the numbers without revealing the apps themselves. But I'll give you the data in terms of downloads, revenues, all that jazz, what I'm doing from an ad spend perspective, because I want to grow that app side of the business a little bit more. And I want you guys to join our community as well. Zapmasters dot com slash academy. We got a great Slack community that's in there. We meet every month, literally doing that today, right after this call. We meet as a group and we share some great content together. We're there to support each other. The reason why I have this community and the reason it's been here since 2024, 2014, actually. So you guys can end if you're like, this is going to be a sales pitch. You, know? you guys get jump out if you want. But the thing is, the reason how I became an entrepreneur was. I joined the EO Fire community back in 2013. When I had the podcast still, he's like, Hey guys, I'm launching a community. You guys want to join? It was like 300 bucks a quarter. I said, Boom, here's my money. Take it. Right. I met so many great people in there. And the key thing that gave me the courage to submit my resignation was I heard from everybody in there is like, Guys, I'm submitting. I just quit. Like, you know, I'm this is my last month. I just told my boss I'm quitting. And it will give me the energy and the motivation, and the courage to actually do it myself. I don't know if I would have done it, frankly, if I didn't get that encouragement. But when you're around the people who are where you want to be, or who are where you are, and we can all grow together, that's what gives you the courage. Because entrepreneurship is lonely. These are mainly app founders within our community. So if you want to join, it is is slash academy. And next week, we're going to talk all about AI. Yes. It's going to be a common theme, UA and AI. But we're going to bring on Ru, a guest who's got great knowledge on the AI space. She comes from the gaming. So join us every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific. I'll be here if we have to go long to answer every single one of your questions. And if you got a comment below, if you got any questions for me about content I want to see, then send me an email, steve at masters.co. Lastly, we are going to be starting to create more general marketing content to help you guys outside of just the app space and things that you can use like email marketing if you are in the app space. So some of the best practices when it comes to that. All right, that's all my friends. Salamat, I'll see you Nurex. Luis, I'll see you later. Adrian, I'll see you. Hopefully I'll see you a little bit. And then if you had a Q&A again, we would love it. Yes, so that's what I'm going to do. Every, every month, it was just be you and me. I got you, Samuel. Thanks for the comment. I was very much thrilled with My last solo Q&A, and I was like, holy crap. It was beyond belief of the interactions I get. So yes, every month, Q&A, just you and me. All right, guys, I'm back. Good to see you. I'll see you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Bye. Tired of overpaying for app store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.